Hey everybody, Jim Malone here. It's Tuesday, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a beautiful day here in Dallas, which is really nice because, man, we had some very, very bad weather um, just a few weeks ago, but it seems like it's all gone. So that's a good thing. Um, kind of a weird, you know, not a really weird market, but it's uh, the market is, uh, shall we say, I don't think it's challenged, but, uh, it, it, you know, it just seems to be kind of a little bit sideways right now, and that's just been an issue. Um, the NASDAQ uh, overall is down a little bit, just 0.42%, not a lot, 56 uh, It's uh, Unfortunately, though, it's pulled back from the uh, 50-day line, and that is an interesting, uh, you know, that is a... That is an interesting uh, play because, uh, you know, it seems like it's run out of gas a little bit. So it's pulled back from that. The key level is about uh, about 13400 We're at 13321 um, So, you know, we're a little bit, little bit uh, down from where we need to be, I think. Um, there is, interesting though, uh, an old-time favorite of mine kind of came back from the dead. And I did buy some today. I kind of I bought in several accounts, three of my accounts, and that is Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft looks like it uh, it's moved very nicely. I, I put out there yesterday that we had a we had a buy point at uh, at two forty seven. Actually, actually, that when uh, upon closer inspection, the actual buy point was uh, two forty six twenty three. Um, basically I came in basically when it moved a little bit above that because it's essentially, it's a flat base. And this is, you know, this is very, very, um, subjective when you're coming in. I came in at about, uh, 240. So I, I kind of have an aggressive movement into that. Uh, if we move above this, I think, uh, you know, Microsoft might be, uh, once again, the stock that <laughs> it sometimes has been. So that's kind of a cool thing. Um, you know the uh, the biggest issue here is we've got a very low composite rating, seventy four out of ninety nine. I typically like to buy them eighty or better, but you know uh, we did have that big sell off. It did it has based for a while, and it seems like Microsoft may be leading movement back into the, the big cap techs. But uh, everything else is kind of just kind of squishy right now. Chevron was up, but I'm I'm not in Chevron uh, right now. It's the, probably the best of the big oils. Um, you know, it's just a kind of a weird market, um, you know, and, um, but be that as it may, I want to show you a few things on how I do chart reading. This is kind of, you know, just kind of give you an idea of sort of what I'm talking about because sometimes it just seems so kind of, you know, I'm just talking about all these things and you're like, Jim, what, what are you talking about? What are you, what are you saying? I just kind of want to show you the weekly chart that I use and, uh, I do use uh, MarketSmith from Investor Business Daily. I think it's a very good system. But, you know, there's a lot of other ones out there, too, that are very good as well, um, you know. So I don't necessarily, you know, I don't make any money from from uh, Investor Business Daily. I sure wish yes, I did because I do like their charts. But I just kind of want to show you kind of what I'm looking at. The first thing here is price. And, you, you know, everybody knows what that one is. That's the up and down kind of here. That's what that's that's what that is. The second one I look at, and this is one you know that that uh, you know as you get more experience with your chart reading, you're gonna you're gonna read this one a lot more too. 
you know, because normally people are very, uh, you know, they know the price. You know, they, they know the price. That's that's good. Blue bars for up price, uh, red bars for down. Same thing with the volume. The volume is the, is is runs right along the bottom here. This this uh, this line here, this red line, that is sort of the you know that that's sort of the midpoint. Now, interestingly enough, this volume chart here, it's this is not a linear chart. It's an exponential chart. So just a little bit over this red line means there's a lot of volume action. So that's kind of what I look at. I like to see if they've if these bars peak above this 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 red line here because that does show a lot of conviction. Um, the, the third thing I'd kind of looked at is what I'm always talking about, the moving average. Now, I use, all, in, on my daily chart, I use two other moving averages. I use a 10-day chart, and then I use a uh, line, and then I use a 21-day exponential. But most charts have this. This black line here is the 200-day exponential. Now, here's the thing with um, here's the thing with the 200-day. If a stock is below that, you really want to be careful buying it because that means it's in a long-term downtrend. So just be very careful when you look to buy a stock, is it below that that 200-day line, the black line? Because if it is, then you know it could spell some trouble. Uh, also, I also talk about this red line here a lot. That's the 50-day moving average. Now, on the daily chart, it's the 50-day, and on the weekly chart, it's the 40-week. <laughs> So go figure. Anyways, this is the 50-day line. So typically, I like to see, you know, I, I like to, a buy signal for me is typically where it's going to move above this um, this this 50-day line. That means people typically are accumulating. And along with a good volume, then sometimes it could be, it, it could be, it could be very, very good uh, th- there as well. Um, hmm. Oh, goodness gracious. I just... Uh, Let's see if I can get that back here. Oh, goodness, gonna I had my uh, my my thing up here, and it just kind of just uh, it didn't didn't like something. So I don't know what's uh, what's going on here. Let's see if I can get that back up again. Oops. There we go. Okay. So um, oh, there we go. Good. Um, so now I want to show you the weekly chart. Now, typically what I'll do is I'll start looking at that weekly chart first, and that kind of gives me an idea of sort of how the how the stock is doing overall. Then I move to the daily chart to see if there's an entry point. Now, with the weekly chart, essentially the same things. It's you know it's the price action. That's that's where the one is. You can see, and then the volume action. That's that's here, and then the the lines. Now on the weekly chart. It's it's a little bit different. It's it's the it is the 200-day line, but it's but this red line here is the 40-day moving average. So, uh, on the weekly chart, it's the 40-day. On the daily chart, it's the 50-day. So weekly, um, I'm sorry, 40-week <laughs> line, uh, and uh, I'm sorry. Um, so, anyways, that's that's how it works. So I start with the with, with the um, the weekly chart, and then I go to the daily chart. All right. Well, <laughs> that's probably more. Uh, information that you'd like. Now, I've got essentially my my cam. Let me see if I can turn my cam back on. Ah, there we go. Got it back on. Okay, super. Thanks for uh, bearing with me. Sometimes, it, you know, I get kicked out. Uh, still working with some bandwidth issues here, so hopefully that's not too much of an issue. Um, just want to show you, this is the composite of the NASDAQ. Uh, this is the entire NASDAQ, everything that's in it. Now, I was sort of hoping that we would be moving above this, this um, this 40-day 
uh, this 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 red line here, which is the 40-day line. But no, it didn't work. It pulled back. So maybe it'll get a more power. Hopefully, it will. You know, the 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 Nasdaq right now is trying to make a reversal. It it, it failed. So hopefully, you know, or later in the week it will it will move hard. But right now it's moving back and it's uh, pulling back from the um, the the 50-day moving average. Uh, also want to show you the S&P. The S&P is, is above the 40-day line, which is which is a good thing. Uh, but it, too, has pulled back. So hopefully, you know, uh, we had a bounce here. We had a bounce there. We had a bounce there. You know, we may get another bounce on the S&P. Now, the S&P is dominated primarily by smaller banks, interestingly enough, whereas the NASDAQ tends to be more tech-oriented. And, of course, the Dow is big industrial companies, typically. Though, uh, in the Dow, you do have some other companies like Microsoft. Microsoft and Apple are in the Dow, believe it or not. And also, uh, but it's mostly companies like Caterpillar and Boeing and those kind of companies. Anyways, uh, this is sort of where I'm stacking up. I'm I'm really I'm really light right now. I'm I'm basically mostly in cash, looking for opportunities. I did find an opportunity, of course, in in Microsoft today. I moved on Microsoft when it moved above that 237. Uh, range and then and you know it's it's been up so uh, Lowe's is down a little bit and uh, floor is down so <laughs> there you go figure I mean all of these ones you would think I would do it you know but the market is uh, kind of taking a rest and and uh, it's being a little bit more difficult to play right now uh, so that's why we've got to be a little bit more careful with our entries we've got to be a little bit more you know uh, you know we, we just we can't we can't buy extended all that much right now it's just, uh, you know, it's just a time in which um, it, it's it's more difficult to, to buy that way. So let's uh, get to some of the questions here. Let's see if we have a question from TikTok. Um, okay, well, I'm going to go up to the top here and see. All right. Uh, do you think GameStop and AMC will short squeeze again? Well, that's a good question. Uh, you know, you definitely can make some money on a short squeeze. But let's look at... Uh, uh, you know, let's let's take let's take a look at um, at uh, first of all, let's take a look at G, uh, at GME or GameStop. Let's let's take a look at that chart. Wow, look at that! Uh, you know, this is the this is the climax top here. I'm showing you the daily chart, but let's go to the weekly chart to kind of get an idea. You know, it's just it's just all over the place. So really, we have to go to the daily chart to see if there's anything we can do there. It doesn't look like we are necessarily going to get a short squeeze in the short term. The reason is is because we have a downward trend. Um, it, will GameStop hold the 21-day exponential? I don't know, but it looks like it's bouncing off of that. So right now we have an inverted. We we have we we're inverted here. We have the 200-day at the bottom, which we normally have, but we have the the um, the 50-day and then the uh, and then the uh, uh, 21-day exponential and then the 10-day. So we're below the 10-day. And we're right on the 21 day. So the question is, will it hold the 21 day? So right now, I would say very, very unlikely that there's going to be a short squeeze. When you get a short squeeze, typically it'll look like this. There'll be a, there'll be a huge run up in price. That's your short squeeze, because what happens is the reason it squeezes like that is because people refuse to sell, and of course they have to bid the price up ever more. And the reason that they have to buy them is to cover their short positions. So that's essentially what happens. Uh, that's what causes the short squeeze is that when you short a stock, you borrow the stock and then you sell it. And then um, as the stock uh, move, if the stock moves up, you have to cover it and it costs you more to cover it. But sometimes 
that people won't sell to you. And uh, when they don't sell to you, that causes a short squeeze. You have to bid up the stock. So that's what a short squeeze is. So right now, I don't, at least for today, I don't see GameStop in that same category. Uh, I don't think there's a short squeeze on. So right now, you probably want to be careful. I probably would not be in uh, GameStop right now. Let's look at AMC, because that's a very good question, by the way. Um, we have a similar kind of chart uh, situation here. Um, <coughs> we did have... Um, you know, we did have this run-up, and, uh, you know, AMC ran up all the way to $20.38. Uh, that was back on, uh, you know, the end of January, about January 20th. Um, now, with uh, currently, it's fallen below the 10-day line, and it's right at the 21-day right exponential. So, um, I don't, th I think that, you know, there there was potentially a short squeeze going on, uh, basically, you know, in the earlier, you know, basically at about the March 10th time frame. But I think that's that's pretty much done. So, you know, I don't think that there's a really an opportunity there either, at least for right now. I mean, you know, that could change, of course. And, uh, you know, when it does, then, you know, it'll, 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 be an, it'll be another opportunity. But right now, I don't think there's really an opportunity on either, um, on, on either AMC or GME right now for a short, short squeeze. I just, I don't see it. Um, based on the charts, and so that's kind of the way I'm way I'm, uh, way I'm putting it in there. So let's take a look. What's a park? What's a target for TM? Of course, TM is uh, Toyota Motors, and uh, at one time it was the biggest car company in the world by uh, by by valuation. Now, oh, not so much because of uh, Tesla's in there, and actually it's worth more. Believe it or not, this is the monthly chart here. That we're looking. I mean, sorry, the weekly chart we're looking at here. Let's look at the daily chart. This is a fairly stable stock relative to other ones. Uh, right now, uh, I can't really give you a good, um, a really a good uh, read on that. But basically, it's kind of stair stepping up. There is a buy point at one sixty three thirty seven, but we're below that at one fifty one twenty three. So basically, it's off three dollars today. Here's the thing. Let's see if we can find a trend here on this stock. It's, this is going to be a tough, tough stock to to evaluate. I'm going to zoom in a little bit. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, you can you can go over to my YouTube channel, which is youtubecom slash floor, and you can see uh, the charts. Uh, all the charts are on there. So uh, let's kind of let, let's kind of see if we can put in a trend line. You know, basically. Yeah, we're kind of looking like that. Yeah, you know, I just okay. It it here's the thing. This is relatively slow moving, so I'm going to say there is a potential of um, oh goodness. See see where the potential is here. See if I can give you a a good read on that. Um, you know, I'm just not looking. It you know, it might be 180 by. September. <laughs> so I don't think, uh, Will, this one has, you know, there's really not a price target on this one. There is a, there is a buy point on a stage one uh, at 163.37. That's where I would buy it. Uh, but I think long term, I think, you know, you, you might get to 180 by the end, by, by, um, um, by the um, September timeframe, because uh, it's just not moving very fast. So can't really, you know, 
This one, I just, I just don't think there's a lot of, you know, this is not a high, you know, this is a slow but steady wins the race kind of, kind of stock. But the way I'm looking at it, you know, we're, we're, we're probably looking not, not a whole, not a whole lot of movement in this stock before September. So maybe 180 by September. I, I just don't see it moving all that much higher than that. So, anyways, uh, would you pick Dash or Snow for long trip stock? I wouldn't probably pick either. Uh, snow, I, I want to show you Snow. Um, I was in this like briefly, like for like five minutes, and you know it just went down. So this is the chart of Snow here, and I I just it's just not a good chart, unfortunately. I mean. You know, it did move up very quickly to uh, 429, but then eh, eh, it just, it just, uh, it, it just didn't didn't work. I mean, unfortunately, you know, and uh, more power to you if you're holding on to it. But uh, you know, it's down a dollar and thirty seven cents today. It's at two nineteen uh, thirty eight. So I just can't get excited about it. It's below all of its buy points. And uh, it just doesn't look um, doesn't look too doesn't look too tasty there, unfortunately. So I I couldn't I couldn't uh, give you a thumbs up on on snow, unfortunately. I know a lot of funds are in it, and, and maybe in three years it'll be great. Um, my time horizon is a little bit uh, less than that. So let's look at Dash. That's DoorDash, and uh, they've they've you know they've been doing good stuff, but it's still you know just the wrong kind of chart, unfortunately. It's got a relative strength of two. Which uh, kind of sucks, I, to be honest with you. That doesn't really look very good. I mean, this market is returning to much more of a normal market where most things suck. I mean, uh, unfortunately, DoorDash, eh, not so good. Um, not so good. I, I couldn't recommend either of them. You know, I know that IPOs have done really well for a lot of people, but I think that, you know, we're... we're uh, yeah, do you think that AMC... This is a question from TikTok. Uh, GMA and AMC will short squeeze. No, I don't, because because I, the chart doesn't doesn't say it will. So I think that probably that squeeze is over with, at least for right now. It might change, but right now, not so much. Uh, sorry, but we can't see anything, just the screen. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when you're looking at um, the screen on TikTok, you got it. Unfortunately, I can't simulcast to that. It's just a technical problem with uh, TikTok. All of my charts are basically on um are are over on um um on 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 uh on YouTube. So you've got to go over to YouTube to see this. Uh so it's youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So um hopefully that'll help a little bit. Uh sorry about that, but uh until they until they uh update until TikTok updates their API and it looks like they might. I can't show you the charts, unfortunately, on TikTok, but I can show you them on, on YouTube, and it's youtube.com slash Dell's Trading Floor. So thanks for that. Uh, let's take a look at the next question. Hello. Let's look at DocuSign. Um, D-O-C-U is the, is the symbol. I was looking to do a possible uh, options trade on this one. Um, you know, this is a tricky one because the trend, unfortunately, has not been that much of our friend as of late uh it has been trending lower uh it did it, see here's the problem with DocuSign you know normally when you lose and, and this is a tough lesson to learn because um you know probably I mean I've been trading for a while so it, it's not so much for me but typically what will happen is I don't anytime the stock pulls back more than about seven percent I'm probably a seller because uh it in the long term that typically will 
will will um, you know will make will, will make you a winner. If you buy in the proper buy points and you sell when you get to about seven percent loss, um, I suspect that if you're in DocuSign, you're probably down more than seven percent, and it's probably a good time to sell it and wait because right now it's pulled below the 200-day line. And remember, I do have this kind of you know rule is uh, you know never to buy anything until uh, it below the 200-day line. So you know it's just never buy a stock if it is below the oops the 200 day line and 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 if you use and this is a, this is a good this this is a good rule of thumb because um, if you if you follow this, you're you're not going to find you're going to find a stock that um, you know is is going to is going to you're going to get better results. Here's the thing: if you're buying the 200-day line, basically is sort of the sort of the line in the sand, and, and at least it is for me. If a stock is trading below the 200-day line, that means that in general, people are divesting of this, and right now that's the case with DocuSign. Many of the big funds right now are taking their profits in DocuSign. And so that's why it's trending lower. The reason a stock moves up is typically not because it's such a great stock or it has it has great earnings, though that's a, that can be a contributing factor. The real reason stocks move up is because the strong hands, typically the funds, refuse to sell at the lower price. Now, right now, uh, the 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 people are the the funds that have held this for a while and run it up, DocuSign, are saying, "Great, we'd love to sell at this price." Uh, and and that's essentially what they're doing. So right now with DocuSign, it just I wouldn't I wouldn't buy it. I I, I just wouldn't buy it. We're below a 200-day line, and and that's and that's a key thing. I want to show you kind of where I a stock I would buy because here I am saying all the things I wouldn't do, but I want to show you what I do do. Here's Microsoft today, and so I'm going to pull this Microsoft chart up. Now I bought Microsoft today, and why did I buy it? Well, first of all. It's above that 200-day line. That's a very important thing, and not only that, it is right. It has it has formed a. This is called a consolidation pattern, and it is moving above the 21-day line, and that's this green line here that I'm showing you. So this is looking very good. It's above the 200-day line. It's above the 50-day, uh, and it's above the 21-day. So therefore, it's moving higher now. It pulled up and then it pulled right back. So I probably bought it a little bit aggressively. I bought it right at about 240. I probably bought it a little bit aggressively. But the trend, at least for right now, in the for for today, is is upward. So you always want to buy a stock as it's moving higher, and uh, you don't want to buy it below the 200-day line. So that's kind of what I wanted to show you regarding, uh, you know, regarding that because it is it is a very kind of important rule. Uh, it is it is it is a kind of important rule that uh, is there. So let's look at Navi in a VI and in a VI see if there's anything there. Navient provides loan management services. Okay, well, it's not a bad stock. Uh it's uh it's a relatively inexpensive stock and it's been moving up very nicely. It does have an issue though with this relative strength. It is 81, but the relative strength line is pointing down. So at least for today it is it is it, it is uh, moving against the market. So 
these are there's some good signs here. It's above that it's it's above that 200 day line, which is good. It's above the um, the 50 day line, which is good, and it's above the 21 day. So it's right in the 10 day line. So this is quite good. Would I buy it at this day, at this juncture, right at this moment? No, because it's pulling back. But if it reverses, then I might be considering buying it. Here is the checklist. The checklist is looking pretty good at 88. That's very good. Typically, my minimum is about 60. So this definitely, definitely was a winner there. Let's look at the number of funds that are in it. 526 are funds that are in it. So that's quite good. Uh, also, we're looking at the sector. Now, there's 197 different sectors of the economy. This is currently ranked number 50th. So that's not bad. That's in the top two-thirds. I, that's what I like to see. I typically don't like to buy anything that's in the bottom third here. But uh, this, isn't, this isn't bad as well. So let's look at the options to kind of see what the prognosis is for this. Let's look at the call options. The 1250 is trading at um, 90 cents. So that's interesting. So that's uh, the 1250. Okay, so eh, that's not not overly bullish, but it's it's not bad. The last buy point on this one was 1180, and it was a first stage cut base. And, uh, but that was a while back. So that was back in January when it formed that, uh, that, um, that formation. So right now with this stock, I wouldn't buy this because and this is this is you know again I'm like you know sound sounds so negative here but uh, you know the stock um, is extended so it is not a buy right now wait for base so here's 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 the here, here's the thing, here's the thing on this one. The stock is really not a buy right now, even though it's moving up very nicely, and and this is this is a nice ascending kind of ascending base there. But right now, it's a little bit you know I wouldn't buy it right now in this particular market. Right now, the market has slowed significant. Where I want to buy is I want to buy very as close to that that base as possible, and that's not necessarily easy. Actually, the best place to buy it is right about there. So the last time this was really viable with a, in a perfect formation was about January, the first week of January. It was very, very viable. It had this formation, and then it came back up. So right now, it's extended. So all you can do right now is watch this, this one. Now, it does have, though, some a volume spike, which is showing there is some interest in this stock. So here's the thing with this one. I would consider watch listing this one and waiting for a base. So... So that's really essentially what you know. Um, what I what I think you, what I think you have to do. What I what I have to think think you have to do with this one. I think you just have to watch this this one. I wouldn't be a buyer right now, just because uh, it's just not the right. Uh, it's just not the right time for this one. So that's my take on Navi. So thank you for that question. Hey Jim, did you close your spread on Apple? Any thoughts? No, I haven't closed my spread on Apple yet. Uh, but I might, um, and uh, I'm still in it, believe it or not. <laughs> I may be a little stubborn on that. Um, I want to be uh, very transparent on it. it. It's down today a little bit, but I do think, and you see these marks here, um, you know, kind of my line in the sand is about 120. We're about 122. So, you know, 
I don't know if it's it's if it's reverse course or not. It, it's it's struggling. I I can tell you that it's struggling. It seems like it moves right up to the twenty one day line and then and then it pulls back. So probably you know I you know if it goes below about one nineteen, then I'm probably going to close it. But right now, uh, right now we're still above that. So I I'm going to be I'm I'm probably not going to be close. I'm not I won't have closed that yet. But here's the thing: if you can get on the action trade alerts, I'm going to try to indicate when I'm closing uh, my my trades. I'm trying to get this thing better. I'm trying to get communication with everyone better here. So if you're not on Action Trade Alerts right now, it's super easy to get on there. All you have to do is go to sendfox.com slash Dell's Trading Floor, and uh, you can get right on that. Also, if you're on TikTok, if you're watching me on TikTok, it's very easy to get on the Action Trade Alerts. They're free. Uh, all you have to do is go to my profile, hit the link, and uh, you'll be taken right to a link tree. And on this link tree, you can sign up for the Action Trailers. Just need your first and last name and an email just where we can contact you. And I'll send you out uh, trades and that I'm making uh, as, hopefully, as I'm, you know, near, nearly as real-time as I can. I'm getting better on that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting better on that uh, now that I'm sort of mastering some of the some of the stuff. I'm going to be coming out with a Discord room, and that's coming up, and that's going to come up this week. We're just in the beta on it, and that's going to have much, much more real-time information. So stay tuned for that, uh, and we will have more information shortly on that Discord room. All right, so uh, let's take the next question. Thank you. Okay. Uh, hey, man, thank you. I very much enjoy it. I mean, hey, you know, it beats working for a living, right? I used to do that. Um, don't work too hard. You might, you might hurt yourself. Uh, Palantir. Let's take a look at Palantir. Now, Palantir is one. I was in this. I've been in and out of this one. Um, you know, I wrote it up, and then uh, and then I, I wrote it down. I have to admit, um, I, I, I have not been able to master this one. Uh, this, one this one's been a very tricky IPO. Um, basically, the thing here with Palantir, I'm going to go to the weekly chart here on Palantir. You know, unfortunately, since, uh, you know, since, you know, about the, um, you know, the January time frame, it's just kind of taken this this turn for the worse, I'm afraid to say. So, um, and, and we do have a downward motion on it. it. Basically, what's happening is that it's trying to get support. You know, it seems like it's trying, its ceiling seems to be about that 21-day line. It's popping up to the 21-day line and it's pulling back. For the week, you know, we're down about a dollar and seven cents. Let's let's kind of see. Let's look at the daily chart to see, sort of, if there's anything. Yeah, we're we're off again. Basically, what's happened is we have fallen below the 10-day line. We're below the 21-day. We're below the 50-day. So this is my mark here. Uh, I have a, I have an alert here at the 50-day line. It's not pulled above the. I I I just can't buy it right now because it's below. The 50-day line. So I just think, you know, again, it's this is a this is very very frustrating for everyone, I'm sure, because you know this is this is kind of, you know, th- this kind of this kind of becomes very frustrating. But uh, you know, it's below. Um. Uh, f- uh, 50-day line watch list. So. Really, I don't think with this one, um, you know, we can we can really do anything because this is below the 50-day, you know, this is below this red line here. That's the 50-day line. You know, it's just, 
I, I, I just want to see it move above that 50-day line. If it moves above the 50-day line, then I'm probably a buyer. But look at this relative strength line. This is the this little blue line here is the, what they call the relative strength line. And if this thing points down, as it's pointing down now, that means that this stock relative to the rest of the market is weakening. So I don't want to buy a weakening stock. I always want to buy a strengthening stock. Always remember to take a look at this at this at this line if you can. Let me just show you a stock that is strengthening, uh, and that's Chevron CVX. Uh, and it's not a stock I'm in. Well, I said it was strengthening, but it really isn't. Let's let's look at Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft is a strengthening line. MSFT. Uh, it's probably good. Yeah. You see how this 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 line has pulled up here? I don't know if you can see that. Uh, this line has pulled up. That means this is strengthening against the market. Now, it was in a decline, and then, boom, it looks like it's made a turn. And so this is how I kind of usually tell where a turn is. There's going to be some strong volume, and then there is the, this line will then move to the upside, indicating that it's strengthening against the rest of the market. So, anyways, that's kind of my, uh, <laughs> that's kind of my take on uh on strengthening lines so right now um you know right now we can't really do anything we just got to watch this this one that just sucks but uh that's kind of the kind of the way it is um all right uh oh the, that's the close that's the apple uh, spread which i if still open let's look at ns nlsn 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 Nielsen Holdings, and this is uh, uh, media and marketing, and uh, yeah, it's not a bad. It's got a breakaway gap. Nice, seventy-nine relative strength, twenty-five on the price. So let's bring up the chart for this. Um, I'm going to look first at the at the kind of do the spell test on it. I'm going to look at the um, at the at the weekly chart. The weekly chart looks very very good, by the way. It's moved very, very decisively above the first stage cup base at 22.33, so that's very good. It's out of the buy zone. It's a little bit extended, unfortunately, but it, it's 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 out of the buy zone. So here's the thing: I wouldn't buy this right now. And I, and again, I'm, I've been sounding like a record on this one. Nothing I'm buying right now. The only thing I've really bought today is Microsoft, but it's you know that's the way it is, I guess. Um, so this is a watch list, but this is this has got looking very good action. Let's go to the daily chart to kind of see. Yeah, it looks like it has tested the 21-day line, so that's good. If this thing bounces tomorrow, then you could probably buy it on the rebound. Uh, but let's let's see how strong this thing is, because we don't want to buy anything that's weak. 66% on the O'Neill checklist, so that's very very good. Uh, let's let's look at the funds. Well, we have declining funds. But that's still not bad. Uh, yeah, this is an issue here. Uh, the Communication Services Market Research Group, of which uh, there are essentially 14 stocks in this one, it is 194 out of 197. So this is one of the weakest sectors right now of the economy. So I would pass on this um, just based on that. Because, again, I don't want to be buying. I want to be buying something that, you know, is uh, people are, are are excited about so so right now you know I would pass on this stock I'm 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 being purposely a little bit more picky than I normally am so on this one I would just I, I would just have to pass on this it looks good the chart looks good the problem is it's in the wrong sector of the economy right now uh, at 194 out of 197 it's in the very very bottom core trial of uh, of stocks out there so not something you really want to probably 
get into, at least for right now. All right. Um, all right. Thank you. Thank you for that comment. I so appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Channel Jim, um, is Mark another correction? Uh, yeah, this, you're absolutely right. Uh, it, it really, it, it, it isn't, it, it, it really is still in the correction. I mean, I hate to say it, but even though the market isn't a confirmed uptrend, it isn't a confirmed uptrend. We have not gone into correction. Even though the market isn't a confirmed uptrend, the market in general is very, very weak. Now, here's what we look for when we come out of these corrections. Now, remember, a correction typically is not a week. It's usually several, it could be months and sometimes years. Now, hopefully that's not the case here. But uh, I do think that it's going to be it's going to be weak for a little bit of time. Uh, it, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a week for a little bit of time. So we have to look for the first stocks that are coming strong out of this correction. That's one of the reasons why I look. You know, that's one of the reasons I think Microsoft moved today. It's going to be you can tell that when we get to the next uptrend, Microsoft is going to be a leader because it's it's showing strength out of out of essentially a weak um you know, a, a, you know, sort of a weak market. Now, that said, I mean, the kind of market that we've been having for the last year is very, very unusual. It just, you know, stocks don't go up 50% a week. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just not normal. Uh, so we're getting back to a much more normal market. And in a much more normal market, we've got to concentrate on things that are going to make money for us, basically on relatively small moves. And that's why I recommend you know, doing some things with options because it lets you magnify your buying capability. Of course, there's always a downside with you know with with options. They do they do increase your risk, but you if you control your risk, it can be a very good thing. But right now, the market is 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 moving relatively slow, but we're starting to see we're starting hopefully to see some stocks emerge that are going to be stronger coming forward. So, and Microsoft I think is probably going to be one of those based on its action today. All right, um, Jim. Uh, what is the current value of your base for play? Well, right now, <laughs> right now I'm at seventy five hundred dollars, so it's not as good as I'd like it. But uh, you know, we we we're trying to repair that. Uh, we're we're trying to repair that. So I'm off a little bit on my base portfolio. But thank you for asking that. And by the way, uh, it is that uh, I I do have a link that I send out for that, and it's on the action trailer. So. Just go to sendfox.com slash dollars trading for it, and I'll show you exactly how I'm trading on my portfolio. All right. Uh, what, is, uh, what do you think about Zoom? Z-O-M? Z-O-M? Or is it Zoom? Let's look at Z-O-M first. Uh, Zoom Medica develops veterinary fire. Okay, it's a $1 stock. Wow. You know, here's the thing about $1 stocks. I typically don't like to buy stocks below about about ten dollars. That's sort of my minimum. Uh, this one's very, very, uh, you know. But that said, I mean, it's got a relative strength of ninety-nine, which is good. But the, the, um, the trend line is pointing down. I just can't really give you a really good, on uh, a really good feel on this one. It's got a checklist of fifty-five. So with a fifty-five checklist, um, I probably would not buy this. I want to see at least sixty-six or seventy-seven. So I want to see. Um, in my criteria, I want to see uh, basically, um, you know, I want to see a better a better checklist. The earnings per share is less than eighty percent, so that's that's a failure. Uh, it's off. Uh, its price is below ten dollars, so I I fail it right on that. And then it's a it's more than fifteen percent off of its all time high. Typically, you want to buy a stock 
at between uh, within 15% of its all-time high. That typically gives you the best opportunity to to make a gain because typically stocks that are winners continue to be winners until they're not. So uh, that's the reason why I'm looking to buy stocks pretty near where their their, their all-time high is. So that does, uh, Zoom Z O M does not qualify in that category. So I would have to say a pass on that one. Uh, let's look at uh, DMTK. Uh, DMTK. And that is Dermatech. I think I remember this stock. Yeah, this this, <laughs> this stock has been around a long time. Um, definitely nice uh, on the relative strength. It's a 98. So that's looking pretty good. Um, it's pulled back a little bit. Let's look at the weekly chart to see. It's in La Jolla, one of my favorite places. Um, okay, well, it's it's moving up. It looks like it bounced. Um, it's up $2.29 today. Something is going on in Dermatech. Let's kind of do a little snooping around. It's got a 77 checklist, so I'm liking that. Let's look at the news to see if... Yep, no news. No news is good news, I guess. Uh, don't see any news on Dermatech. 94, it's relatively thinly traded. 94 funds are in it. Uh, let's look at the industry and sector. 99 out of 197. So it's 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 middling. It's right in the middle of the pack. Nothing nothing too exciting here. Would I buy this thing? Wow. Um, it looks like it's bounced off the 50-day uh, line, so that's good. It look, and it's above the 21-day, so that's looking good. It's pulled back today, but it seems like it has moved, at least in the short term, into an upward trend. So that's, so that's good. Uh, let's see if there's any kind of knockout things. Now, this checklist is good. So here's the thing. If you wanted to buy this, now I probably wouldn't be a buyer here uh, because this doesn't have any real base. But uh, that said, I do think that there is an opportunity above that line. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sun alert on that. And basically what we're looking at uh, here is uh, if it moves above about $65, that's where you might want to buy it. Um, but it's very speculative. Uh, it, it, it's 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 very speculative. So here's what I would do. Um, you know, you know, on a small buy, could buy above sixty-five dollars. So that's kind of that. That's kind of my. That, that's that's kind of my uh, that's kind of my take on it. Well, basically, on a small buy, if you moved above this line, you could possibly buy it there. But again, this would be relatively this would be this would be relatively speculative on this Dermatech. It looks like it's a good chart. It looks like a good uh, you know it, it it looks very good. So if it moves above about sixty five, that's where I think you could you could possibly come into it. Now, it, if you wanted to get more aggressive on it. And, and that is potential because it looks like it's moving nicely in after hours. You could possibly, you could possibly enter it at about sixty-two, but you have to be careful. I would, I would. Here's what I would do on this one. Um, you know, based on this, I would set a buy stop limit order. Um, so, so basically, I, I I would set a buy stop limit order for about. Um, let's see. Um, for for sixty-two. Plus ten cents or sixty-two ten. So here's that. That's that's sort of how I would play this one. 
if I was if I was playing this. I wouldn't buy this right now because we're on a downtrend, but it looks like we're moved up after hours. So what I would do is I would set a buy stop limit order for sixty two on this one. That's right about here. And then so if it if it gains if if it bounces off of this short term cup, and this is a pocket pivot. So this is a pocket pivot. I think you could enter it at about sixty two. Here's the thing. If you enter it at sixty two, uh be careful because uh, you know, you might get pulled back. So set your stop losses tight. If you if you set it at 62 plus 10 cents or 62.10, then you want to set your stop loss no more than about two to three percent below that. So very very tight on that stop loss. Where I'd probably set my stop loss on that would be right at the 21 day line, which is about 57.80. So that's that's how I, that's how I would do it. So uh, if 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 I did decide to buy this one, I wouldn't buy it at market. I would wait. I would uh, do a buy stop limit order for 62 plus about 10 cents or 62.10. So as it moves above that, that's where I would be buying it with a buy stop limit order. And then uh, immediately I would, depending on where I where I was bought in on that, immediately I would then uh, calculate the um, the stop on that. And and basically where I would put the stop on this one would be right at the uh, Right at the twenty-one day line, about fifty-seven eighty. So if I did, if I did buy it, so that's how I would. That's how I would handle that one. It's not a bad. That's not a bad stock, and uh, you know it's potentially buyable. So I probably won't buy it myself, but it is, it is uh, essentially buyable. So so that's so that's looking good. All right. Uh, okay, we did Zoom. Uh, let's take a look. Oh, DMTK uh, is DMTK or Invax better? Let's look at let's look at Invax. We look at DMTK in VAX and bring that up. Oops. There we go. No VAX. You know what? I, I can already tell you. I probably Novavax better. It's just a yeah, yeah, this is stronger. Um okay, I think Novavax is the one that you want to go with. Uh you know, it does look like Right now, here's the thing. I would wait for it to bounce off. I would wait for it to reverse off the 21-day line. Let's look at the weekly chart to see if kind of where there might be an entry. Yeah, I think right at the 21-day line, if it bounces at the 21-day and moves higher, then I think you could possibly uh, buy this one. I like this one better than Dermatech. Uh, here's the thing. I think where you got to buy it is right about at, the, at that line. So I'm going to set an alert there. Um, and basically... Where that line is is uh, yeah two thirty eight. So it really you know you, we've got to we've got to let this one we've got to give this some time. Um, you know you know I think we you know I think we have to watch this one for now. Um, you know watch this now and, and wait. For um, two thirty-eight, is kind of is is kind of where we got to be. Uh, so really, I want to see. You know, I I want to I want to see it move above about two thirty-eight before um, before I'm interested. In it. This is the reason why, because it looks like we have a reversal here, and so this this is actually this is actually not bad chart. Um, you know, we have, we have, we have, looks like we have a reversal and with the reversal, it's gone down, it's, it's tested and then it's come right back up. So, uh, I do think that there is a continuation of that at about 238 above. I don't want to buy it. 
you know, I pos- I possibly want to see. You might be able to buy it at two thirty six or so, but I want to see this thing reversed higher before I buy it. So right now, I always want to buy something going higher and not as it's going on. It's been pulling back. So out of these two, I think Novavax is the is the clear winner from from Dermatech. Uh, you know, w- w- with Dermatech. So I think that's the one you've got to look at the most. Um, and and that's how that's how I would possibly buy that one. Okay, great. Uh, hello, can you please look at Digi and DBKSF, possibly? Uh, I am new to your live charts. Oh, and I will be... Oh, thank you. Great. Uh, let's look at Digi. Let's look at Digi. D-I-G-I. The reason I use charts is because I don't have <laughs> a long memory. And, uh, you know... Um, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a long memory, so I have to. I have to always have the cheat sheet. Uh, D I G I and B D K S F. I don't know what that is. D I G I. Uh, maybe D E G I. D E G I. Would that be? Would that be a symbol? Jijx. No. D I G I. Unfortunately, I don't know all the symbols. So. Unfortunately, I, I wish I could. I wish I could tell you with this. Uh, if you could possibly, uh, um, if, if you could possibly maybe look up the the uh, the symbol for me, and I, I could definitely bring it up. I'll I, I'll try to get back to you uh, before the end of the show. So thank you. Let's look at Neo, uh, and Neo, of course, has been pulling back along with Tesla and some of the other Chinese EV stocks. It just doesn't look good right now to be in it. You know, this is the kind of thing where you know, it was a great it, it was a great wide ride, but uh, it doesn't seem to be reacting very well. Now, will it come back? You never know. But right now, we have a downward trend. So right now, we just don't want to be in the stock. Now, and and um, you know, th- you know, three months ago, this the, I mean, this was great. It was hitting its all-time high. Basically, it made its all-time high of sixty-six ninety-nine, and that was back in the first week of January. And since then, it just hasn't performed well. So this is like a lot of things, you know. You know, you want to you want to get a stock in its season, uh, and then and then go there. I mean, I have a little uh, little tail. I mean, I uh, my brother, uh, who I love dearly, uh, bought Oracle way back in two thousand, and he waited almost twenty years to sell that because it took twenty years for it to come back to its former high. So even a great stock that you that you that you know about can take a long time. So it's always best to cut your losses. It's always 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 best to cut your losses. Now, uh, is is Neo on the mend? Well, I'm looking at this relative strength line, which is pointing downward. I don't like that. I'm I'm looking at the 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 price action, which is below the 21 day line, which isn't bad. It's below the it's below the 50, below the 21 day, below and below the 10. So that's not so hot, but it's still above the it's still above the uh, the the 200 day. Now, what would I be looking for? Well, for me to get back into Neo, I would have to see it bounce probably at the 200 day line. It just doesn't look like it's there. So Here's the thing. I mean, uh, this is so hard to do because I know that you probably. And I hope that you did. You, I, I hope you did. Uh, you know, you do do a do a stop loss. But you know, uh, you know, don't. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Neo is weak right now. Don't buy. Basically, Neo is weak right now, and uh, you just don't want to buy this thing because it doesn't look good. 
maybe maybe it'll bounce off the 200-day line. If it does, then I think you know that might be a good thing. But right now, I think you just got to be careful and steer clear of Neo. Um, let's talk about the auto stocks. Let's let's see. Let's look at GM. I think GM right now has a better chart. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up GM. It's been off a little bit, but it's I think it's still a better chart. So, if you want a relatively inexpensive automobile stock that I think has real legs, this is the one I think you probably want to look at. Uh, it's up after hours. The General Motors. It's currently at 56.24 after hours, and I do think this one is stronger than Neo right now. I think this gives you a better opportunity. It's for, it's uh, earnings in 43 days, so we've got enough time, so that's good. Uh, but the the trend on this is better. You know, with Neo, you see we were going down. This is an upward trend on, um, you know, this 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 is an upward trend on. Um, uh, on on uh, let's get that rid of that. Um, th- this is an upward trend on uh, GM, whereas Neo is pulling back. So, if you're looking for an automobile stock, uh, you know that one might be something you want to look at. GM, and uh, it does. It's looking pretty. It's 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 looking pretty good. Um, okay, let's look at cost. Okay, Costco. Uh, that's a short squeeze question. People keep asking that question. No, there probably won't be. Uh, another short squeeze, at least I've done for a while on uh, GameStop and uh, on AMC. Let's look at Tesla because that's the one really that's that's driving this train. <laughs> train, there you go. Um, we're still in a downward trend on Tesla, unfortunately. As you know, I'm a Tesla bull long term, but I I can't get I can't get interested in it until it moves above the again. I sold out basically basically right about here at about 780. When it violated the 21-day line, that's really where I kind of I, I kind of bailed on that. That was that was back about the third week of January. I was pretty heavily into it. Then I bailed, and then of course, boop, it went right down. Um, so so it's pulled above a very key level, uh, but it seems to be trending downward. So the trend still for 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 um, you know for Tesla is down. I mean, even though Kathy Wood says that it's going to be. You know, five thousand, three thousand dollars. I think it is in five years, something like that. She may be right uh, in five years, but at least in the short term, and that's really what I am—a short-term trader. Right now, the trend is down. So um, the question is, will it get strength? Now, I, I it does look like it's sort of—it didn't get all the way down to the two hundred-day line at uh, five thirty-nine and forty-nine when it, that was its low point, its near-term low point, which was about in the uh, third week of February. That's where it—that's where it made its low. It did. It did trade up from that up to the 21-day line, but it just can't get above that 21-day line. So, that is a uh, that is that is a problem for Tesla right now. So, right now, I think Tesla is a watch list. Uh, you know, that's really what uh, you know. That's that's really what we've got to say. So, Tesla right now is a watch list. I don't think you should ever count this stock out. Uh, but I think right now it's just uh, it, it's you know right now it's it's basically on the watches because we do have a downward trend on Tesla. So uh, we 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 did move up 30, 34 cents in after hours, but still the trend is down. It's at six sixty two. I do believe we're going to probably see it bottom uh, at about the five thirty level. That's what I'm expecting. Um, I'm looking to see a bounce. Ba- I'm looking to see a bounce basically at the two hundred day line, and currently the two hundred day line. Is uh, 
at, uh, ooh, it's at 5.03, 5.08. So 5.10, if, if it pulls, I think it may pull all the way back to 5.10. I don't know if it'll pull that low. But uh, then I think we'll probably see it bounce off the 200-day. But right now, you just can't buy it. It's a watch list, and you just got to be super careful. Uh, you just you just got to be you you got to be super careful with it right now because it is pulling back. All right, uh, all right. So, oh hey, uh, thanks man. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna have the Discord group coming. By the way, thank you very much, Tom, for that. Um, and I'm gonna put up some more information on it towards the end of the week. I'm getting it all set up. It's not there yet. <laughs> I just it seems like there's always so much to do. But uh, have a Discord room where you know. You know, possibly, you know, we can, you know, have much more of a, a two-way conversation rather than this, where I'm just talking to you, and just kind of look and see, you know, uh, you know, see, see some ideas that, to possibly make you some money in this market. So, thank you very much for that. I really appreciate that. Um, what's your take on the sector, uh, oil sector? Yeah, you know what? I think it is um, interesting. Let's. That's a very, very, very good question. By the way. Uh, I, you know, I, I tell you, people have some very, very good questions, and that is really good. So, let's look at the let's look at the industry groups. I want to kind of, I want to kind of show you why you know say, well, why am I so down on certain things? Why I'm so you know up on others? Well, the reason I am is because I always look very closely at the sector, what they call sector rotation, and in sector rotation, we're kind of looking for the best sectors currently. The absolute top performing sector right now in the market as of this week is the oil and oil gas royalty trust. Okay? That is number one out of number one. That out of one ninety seven, that's number one. So the other one is oil and gas uh, expiration. So let's look let's look at let's look at that oil and gas expiration. That is uh, let me see if I can that is a G um thirteen twelve. So what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna put in this number, the number two one, G, thirteen twelve. I'm going to put that in. Oops. Well, it helps if I if I do I do it right. G, thirteen twelve, and that's going to bring up a list of all of the oil and gas. This is the overall. This this is how the this is how the overall group. This is the number two group right now. This is the oil and gas. Um, uh, this is the oil and gas group. It's ninety nine relative strength. So let's look and see what's what stocks we can see in that group. Well. This is the Canadian. This is interesting one because this is a can, group of Canadian oil companies. Canadian National is number one in this one. So let's look at this particular stock. So this is one. Well, it's pulled below the 21-day line. I don't like seeing that, but in general, I like this one, Canadian Canadian National, uh, and it's uh, CDQ. Uh, CNQ, excuse me, is the symbol on that. But let's see if we can find more interesting things in in this particular group. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to the list here and I'm going to look to see kind of what the best ones are. Let's look at oil and gas drilling. There's always more in terms of oil and gas drilling on this list. So let's bring that one up. This is the whole group by the way. And we're going to look to see which are the best drilling companies currently. And let's look at the stocks in there. Well, the number 1 is interesting is well this is the one I had a spread on. And I closed it early. Boy, I should have done that. It's rig. It's called TransOcean. I may be back in this one. Boy, it pulled right below the 21 days. So I'm not liking that. It's a very low price stock. Uh, let's see if I can find another one that might be a little better here. So what's this? this is for rig. So let's go back to the well here and see. All right. 
let's look at U.S. exploration oil and gas. The reason I'm going is this has 60 stocks in this, so this is a significant number. Now, it's pulled back today because, you know, the price of oil did move down. But the number one in the group is EOG and then Pioneer Resources. So let's look at Devon. This is a local company here in Dallas, and this might give us an opportunity. Well, it's still, I'm going to, you know, on this one, I wouldn't be a buyer today because of it, it. it's pulling back. But this one might be, you might want to watch this This one. DVN is the symbol and see if it bounces off that 40-day line. If it does, then I think we might have a winner. Uh, it's 21.82 after hours. It's up after hours. So this might be a great place to start looking for potential winners. It's got a ni- uh, 917 uh, funds in it. So it's looking good. It's number seven out of 197 so the but the checklist is weak at 55 so i think the oil and gas sector is going to be very very good even though it's the the price of oil pulled back today significantly uh i do think that there's some very good opportunities there and i really appreciate you bringing this up because we are still in this rotation all right uh let's look at in uh nvidia nvda of course and i may be doing a spread on this one an options play. I, I, this is this is still a great, great stock. It's, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's over the last year, it has been a stellar, a stellar performer. Let's see if I can pull up the daily chart on. Yeah, let's let's look at the weekly chart. Yeah, here's the weekly chart. It's, uh, it, it's right now at the 200-day moving average, and that might be an opportunity to buy this one. Typically, I don't like to buy stock as as I say, I don't buy stocks under the 200-day line. But when they bounce above the 200-day line, that's when I become very interested in them. So I'm going to look at the daily chart here. There we go. Hopefully, we'll. All right, there's the daily chart. Okay, we're we're we we tested the 200-day at 462.66, and it looks like we got a nice bounce off of that up to the 21-day line. We do have some. We do have some. Uh, resistance at the 21-day line, basically uh, at about uh, about 525. Right now it's 523, and it's up after hours. This probably will move higher tomorrow. NVIDIA, NVDA. So here's the thing. Uh, I definitely think it's a buy. Let's see. Yeah, excellent checklist, excellent ownership. Okay, here's the thing on Envy. This is definitely one I think that uh, that might form a excellent buying point right about there, at the um, at 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 the 50-day line. This is about two four five forty. So here's what I would recommend on Nvidia. Uh, I would I I I would look at uh, possibly buying. Uh, I think it's buyable. NVDA is viable above the 50-day line at 540. So that's where I would be looking to buy NVIDIA. Oops, that's lower line. That's not right. There we go. NVIDIA is viable above about that line right there. And and so I'm going to put a alert on that one because I do think that that might be an interesting one. Well, I have run over. <laughs> it's an hour. I so appreciate everybody uh, taking a look today. I'll be back tomorrow at uh, 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern. And of course, if you're watching on TikTok, super easy to get on the Action Trade Alerts. All you do is you go to my profile and then hit the link. It says Beacons. 
I need first and last name and then possibly an address, and you'll get right on the list for the uh, the updates. Uh, and uh, also, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, uh, it's super easy to uh, get on the list. All you have to do is go to um, sendfox.com slash floor, and you'll be on the list. So until tomorrow... Happy trading. I hope everyone's okay. And I will be back tomorrow at 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern.